Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Kisek, and today I have a very amazing guest, AJ Vesquez. How are you doing, AJ? I am doing great today. Awesome. And your songs are about empowerment, which is great. The world needs positive vibes. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's really, really important now more than ever. For sure. And you have some really good songs, Trigger, Enough is Enough and echo yes how did you get started in music well the very first time anybody remembered me singing was to a wham song it was before i could talk and i started singing to wake me up before you go go (laughs) i sang all through grade school all through high school and i stopped pursuing anything in music when i graduated high school just and one day I just, I started writing and my, it was actually my grandma's passing that made me start writing. Cause I had all these really strong feelings. Like I, I really, I loved her a lot. And that loss, the first time you experience it is so devastating. And the only way I could process it was writing about it and writing about my feelings and trying to turn it into something beautiful, something that was expressive and Oddly enough, meeting the people that I work with now, it happened all by chance. As soon as I opened up and started singing literally wherever I went, I I used to do drag um, and I started singing in my show because the music actually stopped and I I didn't want to like stop performing. So I just, I turned on the mic and I just started singing like through it. And um, the DJ at the time came up to me and told me that he had this guy that he works with because he was trying to be a singer and, or he, he is a singer and he was working with this guy named Mitch Mayano and gave me his number. We connected shortly after that. And that's when we made Echo. Um, that was my first song. And I, I just kept plugging away and I kept writing. And I, I love doing that. Echo was the first song that you ever write though, at least for me, I felt like it was the hardest to come full circle and complete it with. But I felt like once I did it and we finished it, it was it flowed so easily after. It was like again and again and again, the more I did it, the easier it became. And now it's to the point where if I'm going to the grocery store and some lady cuts me off, all of a sudden I start writing in my head like an over-dramatized version of that. Like, how could you do this to me? Like, and then I usually laugh at it, but it's, you know, there's a lot of good ideas that end up sticking. And you never know who you're gonna meet. Because I've had that happen to me a bunch of times recently where I'm in a lift and the lift driver turns out to be a musician. <laughs> yeah, we just you know start talking and, and I'm like, I have a podcast. And it's just so amazing how that all like comes about. There's a Japanese uh, restaurant that I go to with my mom all the time. And our server is actually a guitarist. And, oh and had no idea he dyed his hair recently and my mom's like hey you know you kind of look like a rocker and he's like well, i actually am so <laughs> yeah, really neat for sure that that is definitely something that i learned and to always give people a chance because they don't it's funny like i mean we're just normal people <laughs> and you never know who's gonna i, I started about a month ago, I started handing out my business cards <laughs> to delivery drivers because, I mean, sometimes that's the most people contact that we get. 
And nine times out of 10, they're super thankful. They're like, oh my God, thanks. I'm going to listen to this because I really need something new to listen to. And I'm driving around all day. I'm like, there you go. It's great traveling music. Have at it. <laughs> Definitely. You know, you mentioned giving the artist a chance. And yeah, it's all about what this podcast is. That's so exciting. Yeah. Spotify sends you like a recap at the end of the year. And they sent it to me this year. And I was, it was really cute to me. Like it actually made me want to go there because they tell you like the number one, I guess like the number one new country that, you know, you get your most of your listeners from. And they said that the number, the country that was newer to my music this year that loved it the most was Bulgaria. And I just, (laughs) I thought that was so amazing. I was like, do I need to plan a tour in in Eastern Europe? Like I'll do it. Might as well go for it. Why not? New listeners are always awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love how Spotify does that end of the year recap. Right? It's, I mean, it is, it's very insightful. Oh yeah, definitely. It definitely gives you some things to celebrate. Oh yeah. Actually, some of the artists that were on my uh, end of the year recap on Spotify were actually artists that I had on the show that were on my top songs of 2020. I was like, whoa, this is really neat. It's not <laughs> So, yeah. That's great. Also had a lot of 80s uh, music on there, too. That's so cool. What best describes your music? Probably genuine. I I think if it were to fit into a genre, it would definitely be pop. Um, It's got some electronic feel to it. Um, But I was trained at a really, really young age to sing opera um, and, and jazz and Broadway. Uh, so it kind of developed my voice in a different direction. I think what I'd like to do more of for sure in in the future is I I love dreams come true. There's a special attachment to dreams come true because I wrote that at a really low point. And I mean, (laughs) I'm a creative person just like you. So, I mean, we have lots of low and high points, but I wanted to write something that was literally all of the things that I try to tell myself when I'm at that point where it's like, I just want to give up and I don't think that anything's worth it. And I think the simplicity and the organic sound of those vocals, you can kind of hear a little bit more like what I'm actually capable of. Um, But in the beginning, especially going to Mitch, I wanted something that was something that everybody would love today, tomorrow, yesterday, um, and something that was easily marketable if, if somebody wanted to pick it up for TV or commercial. So there's a lot of like pop layer vocals, but the interesting thing that a lot of people don't know is that I'm not using a vocoder. I We've tried to use a vocoder before um, to get like that, that rounded tone with all those different layers in it, but it just doesn't, for me, it, it doesn't work. So any layers that you hear um, in any of my songs, it's actually me going through there and laying down those harmonies myself, like one, by one by one it's not just duplicated and then harmonized wow. um, yeah so I, I definitely work really hard at it but it's funny because it sounds more like like just you know regular pop um, but I, I would love to do more ballads to try and, and show that other side of my voice what is your goal as an artist my goal as an artist is to release a, an EP um, 
I have some great singles and I'd like to, I either want it to be an EP or a full album. It just depends on how much um, new content we can get. I have a catalog of about, I think about six more songs that just aren't out there yet, but they're finished. And some of them would fit into this EP. Some of them I want to save for something else, but ultimately I think at least like seven or 10 songs, I'll probably include some of the ones that have been really successful already, just because I feel like, especially with Echo, there's, a, there's just a certain attachment to Echo that I can't, I, I can't not have it in there. Um, but hopefully there'll be some, uh, there will be some exclusive things that will only be on that album. Um, and then I also have a song with um, another artist who's independent, her name's Nikki Page. And um, that's the person, I'm actually her personal makeup artist because I've done makeup for a very long time. Um, but she's also one of my music mentors and we have a song called uh, Rain Love. Or I haven't really decided like the official title, but something like Rain Love or Rain Love at Night or something like that, it's already done. So. I'd like to include that in there because that's not something that's been released anywhere. And those extra songs on there won't be released as separate singles. Um, just to give something exclusive for people. Because I feel like the listeners that are out there that have been listening, I, I definitely want to do something special for them. Um, and in 2021, I also want to have my first music video. Um, just trying to decide who to work with. And there's a couple things that are in the works. So I'm crossing my fingers, but I most importantly want to stay safe too and keep other people safe because of everything that's going on. And I have a really strong relationship with my biological dad and my stepmom. And she is like, like a mom to me. I've known her since I was four and I see them all the time. So I'm, I try to be very conscious throughout this whole pandemic of who I socialize with and making sure that I'm not putting them at risk. Actually, why I put together those um videos that show up on my instagram reels because we can't do like i mean i'm sure i could do a music video now but it's it's more of a, a safety thing and who knows maybe i'll get to the point where i end up shooting my own music video <laughs> i wouldn't put it past me because once i get an idea in my head it's almost impossible to extinguish it um <laughs> same here right <laughs> so we'll we'll see i I would love to get to know my listeners more. I would love to, to start doing streaming concerts. I think it's just about having the right moving parts. Definitely. You want to do streaming on Facebook, like Facebook live streaming, or you want to do like Instagram live? I think probably because I, I have a Facebook and I have a Facebook page and I have a YouTube account or a channel. None of them get as much traction though as my Instagram account. So I'd, I'd probably do it on Instagram, but I'm I'm also not opposed to doing like a a variety show or you know being like one of many in there. I think that would be really awesome just to, even though you're not working face to face with those artists, but like getting to work around them and and seeing them do what they're doing at the same time, it's always very inspirational. Yeah, I like the idea of the variety show. Right. <laughs> be great. there's nothing more than i love than performing for people live like i mean you can record something and that's awesome there's i'm not saying that that it takes away from it at all but being able to like sing my own song live and like it the live version i feel like is always so much 
better because I can do all that stuff in person <laughs> and you can go over that and just to connect with people that that connection obviously everyone is missing now but hopefully it continues live performances continue to evolve so that that way we can still connect like that it's so impactful for the most part when people reach out I, I don't care if there's somebody I've never met before there was somebody on on my Facebook page that followed my music and then just started messaging me and I was a little weary at first but it was it was actually really nice he was like I don't I don't have Spotify and I'm in Brazil but like we're listening to your music and my whole family loves your music and we really love your Christmas song I'm like I love that I will always reply to people I don't think I could ever be somebody that has an Instagram account that I let somebody else take control over or don't respond to like fan mail or anything like that I, I always want to talk to people this song is really good by the way <laughs> thank you i like it yeah she saved I, it on my spotify so i love that i i wrote that song for my family um I, I definitely wrote it for everybody out there but i wrote it last year and it was a i think i had this idea in november where i really wanted a christmas song and i knew that i could write one that would sound original and like it would be fun but I wanted to write it for my family. So I wrote it for them and I, I recorded it. And then as soon as Mitch was done with it, I made little labels um, and CDs and I, I do all my own album artwork. So I just, I put it on the actual CD label and then me and my roommate put all of these ones together and literally made them with their own hands. And I gave them to everybody for Christmas and it was before the song was released. So it was, it was really cute and they still listen to it. <laughs> most adorable thing during holidays is there any artists that you'd love to collaborate with definitely i would like to gosh i would love to do a song with my friend um danny hagan she's a really she actually has a song that's on the billboard charts she's a really great still independent but she's a really great um singer and she writes all of her own stuff i'd love to do something with her even if it was just a cover of something else. Um, in general though, just more independent artists. I feel like we're definitely stronger together and whatever it is that, you know, I have that I can contribute and they can bring to the table. It's, it's, it's always a magical experience. And I, I think I learned that working with Nikki. I'm like, yeah, that person isn't like who I would ideally, if someone were to ask me, you could pick anybody. But through working with her, I found that like, she had so much to teach me about my own voice. Um, she actually helped me with Echo when we were recording it. She was in the studio and she kept pushing me when she was on the other side of the glass. She's like, higher, louder, open. I'm like, I don't think I can do that. She's like, now you can't because you told yourself you can't. But if you do and you believe that you can, you can. So go do it. I want to see it. I was like, okay. And then I, I, I think I changed my whole perception of who I'd want to work with after that. I'm like, I want to work with more people like that. Yeah, just got to believe in yourself that you can do it. For sure. I mean, most vocal capability, there, there's been so many times where I've sang the same song that I know I wrote and I created. So why can't I sing it that time? And it's just that day. It's just that mood. It was because I decided in my head, like, oh, I can't hit that note. But I really can if I just if I just open my mind to it. If I've done all these other things, I can certainly do it. I'm just standing in my own way. Is there an artist that you've been wanting to see live for years, but never got the chance to? Still hope to 
and monsters um, come back. There's somebody that I wish I could have seen that we'll never get to see because um, she's no longer with us, but I would have always loved to see Whitney Houston at concert. That power, just that, that voice. There was just, there was something really special and I, I really would have loved to see that. I would love to see my friend, um, Danny Hagen, because she, I've seen her before live. Anybody that I've, it's funny, anybody that I've already seen live, I can't wait to see again. Because it's like, you see that energy and it's just, it's magnetic. Um, there's also this music event that I used to go to that got shut down because of everything in 2020. Um, and I'm hoping that it opens up again, but that, that was amazing. It's nothing but these artists that all work together in their own like artist community. It's a really exclusive, like quiet event where there's not a lot of people that I wanna say there's maybe like 50 people that are invited and they camp out on this large property in Feeling, California um, because they have a whole ranch. So they have like this ranch and a house and then they have this whole amphitheater that they kind of like created themselves. It's like really small. Um, and all these little booths around them and they do chili cook-offs, but they do something called the hot, the hot Harris Hot House Kootenanny. And they do it every year in, in October, I believe. Um, and that was really awesome because there's so many artists that I had, again, like they're independent. I'd never heard of them before. Some of them are, you know, their main job is, is actually working in production and doing lighting and camera work for, you know, TV and it was so cool to see all these people kind of come out of the woodwork and like, you love that song. I love that song. Like, let's sing together. Let's do that. Like there was somebody when I was performing on stage, it was, I, I know her, I met her before at the other events and her name's um, Misha. And she, she came up behind me. She's like, can I sing back up for you? I'm like, oh my God, get up here. Like, let's do this. Let's do this together. She's like, I can play the drums. I'm like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see artists in any capacity and, there's even some really close friends that I have that are cosplay. Um, they create cosplay costumes and stickers and they do it all on their own. And anytime I see them do something great or anybody musically, I'm like more, I'll text them or Skype them or like message them as more, 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 like keep going, do it. That's great. Yeah. What was the hardest song of yours to write? Probably enough is enough, I think because it was all of these things that I didn't, I didn't figure out that I was being mistreated or, or abused until this year. And what's funny about it is all the things, when I look back at that song, all of those things, even using, even using profanity in that song um, was something that I, everything was controlled for a while. So even though I don't have a label behind me, my biological mom would tell me, you know, don't say that, don't sing that. You shouldn't sing like that. You sound like a girl, like all of these things that were really damaging. And then when I looked back at that song, that song was really hard to write because it was the most honest, like the words were in there and I put them on paper, but I must've repositioned them and tried to come up with like clever ways to cloak what I was saying. And it just didn't come across the same way. I'm like, that's super boring. But when I just put on paper exactly how I felt, I didn't even know who I was saying it or singing it to. But that was that was probably the hardest to write. And it was it was the easiest at the same time. And it's it's really weird when you start being honest with yourself 
it's like they say great writing that everybody something that everybody wants to read or like listen to is something that you don't want to tell anybody like the thing that you're the most scared of telling anyone and and that was the truth like I I was scared of writing something that sounded like you know just take a hike or shut the hell up like it was really hard to 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 get that out and and I did and then once I got over that I realized how freeing that could be but I was that was hard I, I knew I had something to say I just wasn't sure how to communicate it and most of the time when I'm writing and that's that's definitely what I'm doing it I I'm telling my own story I'm telling it's, it's either something I'm, I'm afraid to admit or I'm too shy to say you know it's, it's so much easier to, to write it and sing it enough is enough it's, it's definitely difficult <laughs> just had your birthday happy belated birthday thank you <laughs> <laughs> also my birthday week uh, my birthday is on Sunday so right. do you have anything special planned for your birthday even if it's just something at home going to dinner at an Italian restaurant that is awesome. And yeah, uh, getting massage. Oh my gosh. I'm way overdue for that. That's <laughs> funny that you're going to have Italian because that's what I had for my dinner. <laughs> my no birthday. way. Yeah. I did. Awesome. <laughs> I did. I had spaghetti and meatballs and garlic bread and Caesar salad. And then my stepmom made this red velvet cake um, with, I mean, because everything in California, like we just, I usually have my birthday with my parents. It's usually really just the three of us. And sometimes my aunt comes along, but obviously not a lot of people could make it. So it was just us three, but it was really nice. Um, she made red velvet cake with cream cheese, buttercream frosting, and it was amazing. And I've been on a diet, but I, I ate all of it. <laughs> it was your birthday. So, I mean, it's all good. Right? <laughs> Definitely, went, yeah. They went to Italy, I think, um, two years ago, and they really loved it. So she made me this... Prosecco spritzer with Aperol in it. And it was, it was really good. That does sound good. Right? It was really refreshing. <laughs> I highly recommend it. So my birthday is going to probably be pretty chill, low-key. That's good. Just me, my mom, and my dog, Honeybun, which you've seen pictures of on Instagram. And I'm sure Honeybun. Yeah. <laughs> 13 now. Had her ever since Thank she was you. a puppy, so... So adorable. And what's funny is she loves helping me like edit podcast episodes. I love that. My my main audience when I practice every day is my dogs. Charlie, Charlie's probably the more patient one. Gatsby's smaller and really feisty. So sometimes if he's not in the mood, he'll just interrupt me. But I just I get down on the ground and I sing at him, actually. And <laughs> Yeah, everyone's gonna have a heckler yeah it's funny but like she loves listening to music she listens to like spotify and watches music videos on youtube and <laughs> yeah actually watches disney plus and netflix more than i do and of course paw patrol <laughs> she loves paw patrol like she will watch paw patrol every day i'm gonna try that with mine <laughs> yeah, it's something about like paw patrol like dogs love it I'm going to give that a shot. I know that Charlie loves watching that. What's the puppy show on Netflix where they're like going to school? They're in like an academy. Is it Puppy Academy? I think so. Yeah. He yeah. loved that. And then there's also Dog PD, which is really good too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. What do you hope 
uh, people get out of your music? Well, people take away a few things. Number one, you're never alone. I am right there with you and I'm behind you. And I think also love and just enjoying music. Because I, I really do genuinely enjoy every genre of, of music. Um, I don't think there's, there isn't one that I, I would say like I've never listened to. There, there's something that you can take from all of it. Uh, love though. Most, I, I think if I were to nail it down to one thing, love. Because there's a lot of love that goes into it. Hopefully that genuine quality comes through. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, AJ, for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I really loved being able to talk to you. Um, and like I said, I, I, would, I would love to bring Mitch on with me. That would be so cool to talk to you together. Yeah, definitely. And I hope you have a really, really, really happy birthday. Thank you. Hi, this is AJ Frescas, and you are listening to Hitting the High Note. All day, every day, nonstop. Hello, and welcome back to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kim Cusack, and up next, I'm going to play Dreams Come True by AJ Frescas. When you're all alone Dreams Come True by A.J. Frescas, one of 
to thank AJ again for coming on the show. And for AJ Frescos, I'm Kevin Cusack. Thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.